Meeting call to order. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Welcome to the President's Club podcast. Woo, woo. Woo, woo. We're here for episode three, the relationship episode. Oh, no. It's Are you ready? Juicy. Are you ready for today's episode, Danielle? I'm so excited. I think it's going to get juicy. It's going to get crazy. And I want to start the podcast by apologizing to all the men out there who eat candy. I didn't mean it personally, okay? Yeah, you did. Eat your candy. I'm sorry. <laughs> My brother hates you. <laughs> I'm sorry. So what are we talking about today, Omar? Um, on today's agenda, we're going to be talking about our current relationships, how we met our partners, where we are now, and just a little bit of detail, mm-hmm. a little love story for each other and our listeners. Cute. Um, just to go a little bit more about us. And then the next, we're going to be having the audience guest experiences. Danielle, can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. So if you follow our Instagram at the Presence Club podcast, you saw earlier this week that we posted a survey asking you guys about your craziest date experiences Mm -hmm. so we're going to be sharing some of our own experiences as well as sharing some of yours they're gonna be juicy we got a lot of juicy stories i'm so so excited (laughs) i'm so excited and then after that we're going to be doing the x of the week segment um relationship edition yep fan favorite and then after that we're going to be doing the house seat which is a new segment of our podcast you want to go explain that a little bit yeah so the house seat is a play on words of the hot seat mm-hmm. but we said house seat because it's on brand hot seat is basically where you get to ask whoever is in the hot seat you know personal questions juicy intrusive questions me and omar have prepared questions for each other we don't know what we're going to ask each other so it's going to be a shock to the audience as well as to us yeah so i'm scared, I'm scared. you're a bitch you're gonna ask me some shit okay <laughs> to be fair i did try to take a sneak peek at danielle's notepad and read her questions but she writes like a five-year-old boy so i couldn't read them i swear, i was literally trying to read them anyways anyways and then and after that, we're going to be ending this episode with the relationship Q&A. So you guys um, submitted a bunch of questions that you guys want us to relationship answer. Relationship advice. Relationship advice. And we got a lot of questions. So we're, Y'all need our help. Yes. <laughs> and we are the most certified people to do it. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> You're in a crisis. Oh, my God. Anyways. So that is going to be the last segment of the episode. I am so excited to read your questions um, Mm -hmm. and give us our feedback. I think um, that's probably the most excited I am about for this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to dive deep into that and let you guys know what we think. Yeah. Um, So now for the first segment, we're going to jump into um, how we met our partners and our little love story. story. Do you want to go ahead and start, Danielle? Sure. What is this? Even though I know every detail. I know. Literally, you were there the entire step of the way. So I was the wait. I was the fairy godmother. It's true. You were the matchmaker. Period. Okay, Cupid. Period. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. So I have been with my current boyfriend, Edgar, for four years now. We met for the first time. We went to high school together, but I had officially met him when we took physics class together. Mm -hmm. I was a junior. He was a senior. We were both in relationships, not with each other. So I just knew him as the nerdy guy who's really good at physics and watches Michael Phelps swim videos Mm -hmm. in class because he was on the swim team. (laughs) So I was like, okay, like he's about it. He's smart. I can respect him. Whatever. I was dating somebody else at the time, so I didn't think much of it. I started talking to Edgar my senior year 
when I was a senior, he was in college. He was already in the community college. He was studying. And initially I had reached out to him. Well, I didn't reach out to him. He reached out to me initially because I was posting on my Snapchat whining. Be like, oh my God, my AP calculus homework is so hard. And he had swiped up and he was like, oh, I took that class. Like I can help you. (gasps) And I was like, Okay. okay. I had just Ew. gone out of the relationship that I was in. So Gross. I was I was ready. I was like, yeah, sure. Come help me with my calculus homework. And he actually did. That's literally all we did. We went to a Starbucks in Marysville and he literally helped me with my calculus homework. Did not pull one move. No, not one. Not not one sleight of hand. Didn't buy me a drink. Didn't do anything romantic. He solely taught me calculus, which I respected. I said, look, that's fine. Like, that's what I really came here for. And I did pass that final. Bullshit. <laughs> not a whore okay so after that um it was texting here and there but nothing really crazy yeah just because edgar is an awful flirter he doesn't flirt he has no game at least when it came to me back then it did there was nothing and i was getting frustrated so i was like i'm not even gonna give attention to this guy um and then i think later that next year omar had invited me to go on this hike with him and edgar and i was like um I don't know. Like, I think I'm, I'm okay. Like, I don't really want to go on the hike. Long story short, Edgar convinces me because he's going to do romantic gestures, like carry me for the hike if I get exhausted. And I was like, no, dude, like, I'm not trying. I'm not going to be that girl who's like, oh, my God, carry me. Like, oh, my God, I'm tired. Like, no, I'm not going on this hike to look like a little brat. I'm butch. (laughs) I could do the hike. I'm a butch bitch. So I went on the hike. It was god awful. Like nine hours. Awful hike. Edgar was being so sweet the entire time. Like he would stay back with me (laughs) while Omar was damn near finished with the hike way ahead of us. I was about to pass out. Edgar would stay with me, take breaks, give me water. Like he was being a really, really great sport about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we move on to our first date. It was... After that hike, we more started talking seriously. And I was like, okay, like, you know, he's hard to communicate with over text because he just doesn't express himself best over text. So I was like, I want to go on a date with this guy. But he wasn't, I was like trying to feed him things, but I didn't want to be obvious and weird about it. So I had reached out to Omar and I was like, tell your friends to tell me, ask me to go see this movie. And And one thing about me, I'm not going to allude to it. (laughs) I literally went, go ask her on a date. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she said no you did not <laughs> I, I think i did say that she said ask her out on a date so i'm telling you to ask her out on a date and two minutes later i got a text from edgar saying hey have you seen the new insidious movie <gasps> and i said no my oh my god i haven't let's go and you hate horror movies i hate horror movies but i just wanted to go on a date with this guy and see him in person because all yeah. we had done at that point was text and i was not feeling it i was yeah. like getting pissed off i was like does he like me he was super dry on text i was like whatever so the date went really, really well. That first date was really, really fun. Aww. We went to the movies, nothing special. We didn't talk or anything. He didn't hold my hand, didn't touch my leg, didn't do anything. It didn't pull a single move at the movies. And I was getting pissed. I was like, well, what am I here for? What's this all for? Like, I'm wasting my time. Um, so then afterward, we go to Panera in Yuba City. And we stayed there and talked for like three hours. Like, Jesus. they kicked, they, we, we were... The workers were closing the store and cleaning around us. That shit smells like soup, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Soup. Thank you. Anyway, you're saying. <laughs> so, we were on our date and we talked for like three or four hours. That's and he cute. was being so sweet and so nice to me. 
And I wasn't even looking good. I wore like a zip up hoodie to that date. This bitch. I was like, we're just going you to the movies. You and your fucking half zip up. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our date, uh, our first date. And from there, the entire rest of the year, this was like the beginning of 2018. Mm-hmm. From then on, the rest of the year, until I left for college, we would just go out every single weekend doing like the randomest things. We'd go to the drive-ins. We'd go to Target. Like the randomest, most fun dates. I hung out with him the most the summer before I went to college. That's so cute. Yeah. Um, and then he didn't ask me out. We, this was all during talking stage. Like we weren't even going out. We went out when I moved to college and he had asked me. He, I moved to college. He came down two weeks after I moved into college to visit me mm. two weeks after I had just seen him and Period. he came down and he was like, Hey, let's she got him <laughs> and before he drove down to an eight hour drive for a girl, he wasn't even dating. Uh-uh. Mm. But when he left, he did have a girlfriend cause he did oh. ask me out that weekend in my college dorm uh, parking lot. How romantic in the parking lot. Yeah. And then we started dating in september 2018 and we moved in together december of that same year 2018 oh y'all y'all quick because i wanted to get out of the dorms and edgar was moving to southern california for college so he's like i don't want roommates and i was like i don't want to have a roommate anymore like let's just move in together honestly it was like the easiest decision yeah because it made sense for both of us to just move into with each other than strangers Mm -hmm. so that's what we did and we've lived together ever since wow we have a dog we have a grocery budget. We have <laughs> shared expenses. Shared expenses. <laughs> Fun. And that's where my love story is now. I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> that is so sweet. I'm literally crying. Shut up. Yeah? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Go. Anyways, anyways. Your turn. My turn. Um, well, I've been with my boyfriend for three years. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? I, I feel like it ha- has not been three years. It doesn't feel like that at all. Anyways. Um, well, I met him my first year at CSUN. We were at the CSUN Big Show is what they call it. And that year, Dylan Francis was performing. <laughs> um, and jumping back from last week's episode, when I went to that frat house and drank all their liquor, <laughs> I went from that frat house to Big Show. So I was completely blacked out. Don't remember how I got there. Don't remember being there for like five hours. Oh my the God. event was five and a half hours. <laughs> I literally only remember like the last 30 minutes. Um, but I remember that um, I was like fucked up, squeezed, like squished. Because you know how like um, in concerts, like when you're in the front, you're like squished. Surrounded by yeah, hot yeah, 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 bodies. Yeah. Anyways, I was in that era of my mm-hmm. life where I wanted to be in the front. Gross. So I was there and... That I slowly remember. He tells me this because I was blacked out. Mm -hmm. So I don't really remember. But I like tapped on his shoulder and I was like, give me your Snapchat. (laughs) annoying. (laughs) Right. Anyways. um, And so, yeah, I just remember like sobering up. Like I got his Snapchat and then I was texting him that night because I didn't remember what he looked like. I was blacked out. Jesus so I was Christ. Like, I was like, I'm going to this after party. You guys should come here so I can see what he looked like. Because <laughs> I didn't remember. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, so I was messaging him that night. And then whatever, whatever, I ended up leaving. And then he showed up to that party. And so I didn't see him. And two, two and a half, three years later, 
for like two and a half, three years go by and we don't text each other on Snapchat That's like crazy. or do anything. Like we just kind of like swipe up on each other's stuff. But that was it. And mm-hmm. then I was kind of in my hot girl era when I got real skinny and I was <laughs> like, well, let me see if I still got game. You know what I'm saying? So and yeah. So I literally <laughs> slid into his DMs on Snap and I don't even remember what I said. I think it was something. What dumb. was your pickup line? You know, I'm really smooth, actually. Oh, yeah? I'm really smooth. I'm a funny I'm a funny <laughs> girl. Anyways, I don't even remember what it was. It wasn't like a cheesy pickup line or anything. It was like, I almost wanted to say, like, I messaged him as if we were already having a conversation. And he was like, what? And I was like, oh, no, no, that's not. You're so annoying. And then, but it worked. <laughs> okay. So that was October of 2019. And we were texting from October of 2019 all the way until um like for two months and then i was just like we were both kind of alluding like okay well let's go on a date but like when and then i was like i'm a little scared i'm a little nervous yeah you know? um and then eventually we ended up going on a date december 8th to the paramount drive-ins i picked him up oh i picked him up and there was just kind of like these little jokes about like because I would, I'd obviously flex and be like, well, I'm a good cook. I'm a good baker. Ew, you were selling yourself. I, was, I wasn't selling shit. I, <laughs> I'm like, that's what I got. Anyways, <laughs> so on our first date, when, when I pulled up to his house, um, I had only seen him in pictures. Like, mm-hmm. we exchanged Instagrams. Actually, I think that's what it was. I think I was like, I want to see your Instagram. Give me your Instagram. I think that was the first thing I texted him. Oh. Anyways, anyways, anyways. So then... Um, I hadn't really seen him. Like, we'd snap, but I'd never seen him since fucking three years prior. Right. So, and it was, like, pitch black, dark. Um, you didn't see a face. So you don't know what you're walking so into. I didn't, so, I didn't see any, like, any, like, thing right. walking in. And he walks into my car. And this dude is, like, 6'3". And he can barely fit in my car. And I was <laughs> cracking up. But anyways, on the first day, I brought him a whole ass carrot cake. No, you and did flowers. not. On the first date? On the first date. A homemade carrot cake? A homemade carrot cake. If you haven't had Omar's carrot cake, it's ridiculous. So the fact that you brought that on a first date, you had intentions. I didn't bring him a slice. I brought him a whole cake. A whole cake. Whole two-tier cake. Anyways, wow. and, then, and then I brought him a little, like, goodie basket. Mm-hmm. Like, a little love basket. You're so annoying. Basket, and then flowers on the first date. Anyway, <laughs> so then we go, um, we go out on the first date. And it's funny because the shirt that he wore on the first date, I've never, ever seen him wear it after that. Oh, my God. I don't know. Anyway, so we go to the Paramount Drive-Ins, and I think it was a double feature for Maleficent and Frozen 2. Double features. Hmm? Anyway, some double features. <laughs> anyway, so we went to the Drive-Ins, and we kind of were just there. We weren't really talking at first. We were kind of like this. Like, we mm. didn't know, like, are you going to do the first move? Am I going to do the first move? Anyways, I did the first move. Whore. And we, yeah, anyways. <laughs> and we almost got kicked out of the drive-ins. <gasps> I, rem- I remember them, like, banging on our door. No way! And I'm like, oops. <gasps> and we weren't doing anything. We were just kissing. Uh-huh. But um, it was so funny. But we ended up leaving at, like, 1 in the morning. I drove him back to his house. And we stayed in my car talking till like 7 a.m oh, oh my god and he had to work at 8 a.m <gasps> damn and on december 8th on until february 28th i was with him every single day i drive to his house every single day every day every single day well because i wasn't doing anything i think the only time i didn't see him was when i went home for christmas and i went home for like two days mm-hmm. 
yeah, I went home for Christmas for like two, three days. And then I think that was it. I, we spent New Year's together, but we kind of had like our own um, things we went to. And then we met up like at two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And but we were in my little car every single day, like talking, hanging out. We go get food, dinner every single day from December 8th up until like February 28th. Mm-hmm. And February 28th is the day that he officially asked me out. Mm. But it was funny because till this day we still talk about it so that day his sister was having a baby shower and he was gonna and he was gonna take me as his plus one an introduction but the, yeah but the night before he was like so am i your boyfriend and i was like is that how you're asking me <gasps> i was like i know that's not how you're asking so me so try again yeah i literally was like that's not how you're asking me <laughs> and so he got mad and and like um i don't know what he did but he left he left like we were outside of his house so <laughs> he was like oh really and i was like well that's not how you're gonna ask me you know what I'm saying? I bring out all the guns. Yeah, you brought out a two-tiered carrot cake. You know what I'm He's saying? He's going to become someone better than that. And then so the next day. So anyways, I forgot to mention he um, uninvited me to his sister's baby shower because I wasn't his boyfriend. so <laughs> And so the next day after his sister's baby shower, uh-huh. he's like, well, come pick me up. I'm going to give you like food and stuff. And I was like, okay, I haven't had a homemade meal in a minute. <laughs> so I went, and and then that day, he, like, officially asked me. And then fast forward, um, he's going, he's moving back to Northridge, so we moved in together. And we've lived together since. And then here we are now. That is the love story. That's Isn't love that story. something? <laughs> Isn't that something? That piece of... No, I'm just kidding. So, yeah. Now you guys know a little bit about our relationship. You guys got the scoop. I, a lot of people don't know that story. I didn't know that story. A lot of people don't know the little nicks and crannies of it. Yeah. It's a very intimate story. Very intimate. Oh. Yeah. So cute. Uh, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, anyways. Enough about a good love story. Let's talk about some crazy date experiences. Let's get into some messy stuff. Let's stories. get into some messy stuff. Danny, do you want to start us off? Okay, with my craziest date experience? Yes, let me know. Okay, only one. I've never had like a crazy, insane date. Yeah. But one that I remember where I was like, it wasn't even a date. It was a date, but it wasn't a date. Mm. So I had been texting. I wasn't even talking to him. I was just texting this one guy because I was heartbroken and bored Mm -hmm. and, you know, in that rebound era. So I was texting him and he was like, Let's meet up at the Starbucks in Marysville. That is a very prevalent spot in my life. I'm scarred for life now. Really? Yes. That's where I had the calculus study session with Edgar. There's where I had this this weird date thing going on. So anyway, we meet there and I was not catfished completely, but he was a lot shorter than I thought. And I think I was well, a I, lot taller than he thought I was going to be. Well, I know who you're talking about and I could have <laughs> told you that. Okay, okay. You know what? I he's was short. I was letting shit go because and, and he walks on his tippy toes. <laughs> Anyways, you were saying So I get to Starbucks and I see him and I'm like, hmm, you know what? This isn't a date. Like we're just gonna talk. <gasps> That's it. You know? Yeah. But the entire date, 
the entire time we're there like talking he is asking me about all the trauma and shit that i had just went through with both of my ex-boyfriends he was going down the roster he's like well what happened with this guy and this story like is it true that this has happened and i was like really yes he dead ass was asking me all these questions like oh well is it true like what was that like like what did she say like did it like going through that roster and then we got to the point where we we're talking about my second ex-boyfriend and what happened there and the entire the rest of the date he was basically just like talking shit about my ex-boyfriend to me hoping like thinking it would make me feel better but i was like i don't want to talk about this right now that's like, weird i don't want to go on this like i don't want to talk to you and like bring you here and have you talk about my ex-boyfriends shit that i'm still trying to process and yeah. get through like it was really really strange and interesting then ever since after that i don't think i ever talked to him again because i was like <laughs> please don't bring that up but i think you got the hint oh yeah it was just really uncomfortable and then afterward like i had to hug him <gasps> like it was like a weird date thing and we mm. hugged and it was just like he wasn't tall enough really <laughs> <strange>. <laughs> Ew. but yeah i was like i can't believe this guy asked me about this like this shit had just happened and i was still trying to process it and he was like so what's the scoop there like what happened there i was like sir give me a minute let me are you read. trying to are you trying to fuck me or are you trying to write a fucking novel That's about what I said. me? Are you going to fucking put out a press release or something? Like, Ew. I thought we were here to just, like, talk and be chill. Like, he was not being chill. He probably went home and told all his friends, yeah, I went out with Danielle. <laughs> I went out with Danielle. You're not going to believe what she said. He was giving the scoop to everybody. That's so annoying. But everybody knew the scoop. That's what I'm saying. There was nothing behind it. It literally it really wasn't. Your breakups were fucking publicized on Twitter. Courtesy of me. Because of you, bitch. What do you mean? What's the source? You are the source. That's what I'm saying. I was Daniel like, no. fucking Samudio at oh. Twitter. I should have been like, go look at the Twitter, babe. Literally. You'll find it there. I'm leaving. I'm That's gone. That's weird. That's annoying. But yeah, that was my craziest date experience. It was just like really strange and surreal. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, this is all we're going to talk about because I'm leaving. Like, this is crazy. But How yeah. did you get out of that? How did you leave? Um, I said I had to go pick up my sister at the airport. And I didn't. I okay. just left. Okay. <laughs> I said, yeah, I gotta go. Sorry. That is so weird. I'm sorry. It was just icky. I was just like, I don't need this. Like, Do especially better. from you. Do better. Yeah, please. What the heck? So what about you? What was your craziest date experience? It's not crazy. It was just nasty. Oh, I love that. What happened? It wasn't a, I don't want to say it was a horrible date experience, but it's probably the worst thing because I've had really good dates. Mm-hmm. But the worst thing, um, they put their foot, their feet up on my dash. <gasps> Ew. Like we got ice cream and that's the first thing they did was put their feet up on the dash. That's disgusting. Like barefoot. Were they wearing shoes? Sandals. Oh my God. But like bare feet on the dash. That's disgusting. Until this day, I still think about that. And I'm like, <laughs> because if anybody gets to my car and puts their feet on the dash, I think that's disgusting. You're triggered. <laughs> Anyways. I'm, right? Isn't that gross? It's disgusting. Isn't Especially that gross? the first date. Like, you're trying to make a good impression. The last thing you're going to do is go barefoot in somebody's car and put it on their dashboard. Yeah. That's nasty. I don't think no. Anyways, next. Let's see, read some of your crazy stories. Yeah, that wasn't that bad. No, we had some really bad stories. We got some funny ones. All right, let's see. <laughs> okay, here's the first story that we got. While working as a trainer at a gym in San Diego, I met a guy. We went out on a few dates, then he asked me to go see Justin Timberlake in Vegas. Mm. Ooh. 
Being in my early 20s, young and crazy, I said yes, but told him with no strings attached, I wanted a separate I wanted two separate beds uh, at the hotel and not expect anything from me. Period. He agreed. <laughs> okay. So we drove to the we drove to Vegas in his car, saw the show, and it was amazing. Then at the end of a fun night, we were back at the hotel, and of course, after a few drinks, he tried to get some, and I said no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boundaries. He got infuriated, started <gasps> going off, and basically went crazy. <gasps> Crazy. Get it this one. Luckily, I had a close friend in Vegas for a football tournament, so I called him immediately, uh, and he picked me up from a hotel and made it safe back to SD. Least to say, when I saw this asshole back at the gym, <laughs> he tried to apologize for everything, told him to shove it up where the sun doesn't shine and get lost. Never talk to him again. Period. What do you think about that? I think that's so funny. First of all, whoever this submission was, you know, respect to you for naming your boundaries, not letting it slide. Yeah. And telling him how it is afterward. You don't forgive someone for doing something like that. Like, if you blow up on me when you know we're not in town, like, you're cornering me. It's basically manipulation for you to be like, I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable when you have nowhere else to go. It's just really, really strange. That's uh, She's a city girl. She said, I'm a city girl. A city I'll city girl, leave. period. She said, I'm a finesse bag. I'm going to go see Justin Timberlake. That's what I said. Bitch, I'm trying, to see, I'm trying to leave with Justin Timberlake, not you. <laughs> That was a really good story, though. That's actually crazy and kind of scary. Controversial topic. Do you think women need to give it up? No, absolutely not. I don't think that that is a standard or a normal or normal thing that should yeah. be. That's not a thing where it's like, oh, if we're going it's out. It's a trade. Or, that's what I'm saying. It's not like a, a form of. It's not something you should do. It's just really strange, and it should not be expected of women. Like, if you're going on a date, you can totally not have that, and that's not expected. That is not the normal thing to do. Absolutely not. Guys are creeps, though. Oh, I know. Guys are so creeps. Yeah, it's true. Like, they think that's going to buy it. (laughs) Justin Timberlake is going to buy it. Anyways, she must be pretty. (laughs) (laughs) I know. No ugly bitch is getting flown out. That's what I'm saying. No, you have to have some game to be like, Fly me out to see Justin Timberlake. I want two separate beds in a hotel room. And, and he'll be what? like, yeah, sure. Got Are you it. kidding me? Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Next. You want to read the next one? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> this one's a short one, so I'll read it. And then okay. I'll read the next long one. <laughs> this. <laughs> I don't know who submitted this. It says, sheesh. Me and this girl went out to Carl's Jr. And she stroked me in the stall. <gasps> <laughs> She stroked me in the stalls of a Carl's Jr. I just pray that it wasn't the Carl's Jr. in Marysville right next to Ellis Lake. All Carl's Juniors are fucking, the bathrooms are disgusting. You know what? That's your business. That's how you roll in a first date. Good for you. But Jesus Christ. Craziest first date experience. Wow. (laughs) That's hilarious. All right. The next one is a longer submission. All right. It says, so I just got out of a relationship, but this happened before said relationship. Check this out. This is back when I was still on Bumble and I matched with the girl. We chatted it up, texted and talked on the phone a couple of times, and I asked her on a date. Nothing crazy, just dinner because I was still getting to know her and I thought it would be a great opportunity to talk and flirt it up. Right. Okay. Um... So I pick her up and we're at dinner now and I'm feeling her. She's feeling me. There's chemistry there. We're on like hour two of dinner now. Half a bottle of wine in and our server is really cool. This is where things fall downhill. Um, Avi, we're asking each other questions. 
heartbreaks and awkward dates and sports and such and we even shared a kiss so she even asked when my birthday and i tell her after that she starts getting distant and i feel it i let it happen she excuses herself to go to the bathroom and i'm waiting there thinking everything is great tell me why i start living a fucking movie the server comes to the table and tells me my date went out the back door oh and broke God. her heel in the process. <laughs> so she left it there and gave it to me. I'm in shock and I can't believe this just happened. I'm so dumbfounded, but I pay the bill and I leave. I'm in my car thinking, what the fuck? But I let it be. Obviously, she wasn't feeling me, so I'm not about to reach out. I don't need the closure and I'm not about to beg. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Period. Good for you. Plus, consentful booty is the best booty. Period. <laughs> yes. So I'm two weeks past and I'm on TikTok. Um, her name pops up under oh, people no. you should follow because I have her contact info. So I click the link on her profile and start watching her TikToks. She fucking made a TikTok. <laughs> she made a TikTok the night of the date. I watch it. It's about me. And you'll never guess why she left. It's because I'm a Gemini. Oh! And not just any Gemini. A May Gemini. A May Gemini. <laughs> I guess I'm a walking red flag, lol. But she did say I was a good kisser, so I consider it a win. Shout out to your podcast. It's amazing. I love the opposite opinions you will share. And it's so crazy how I ran into your podcast. Aww. But that's a story for another day. Aww. Cute. Well, shout out to this viewer. Great story. Great story. I loved it. Oh, my God. Oh, that's my God. hilarious. Well, let me start off by saying I like Gemini's. Really? I like Gemini's. Even May Gemini's? I like Gemini's. I like all Gemini's. That's a controversial take. Yeah. But as a Virgo man, mm-hmm. I do like Gemini's. I think Gemini's are so fun. Okay. And I think they, they're they just a vibe. And they're mm-hmm. really flirty. And I feel like they have such personality. Mm-hmm. So that's her loss. That's so funny. Though. Why? My question is, she broke her heel going out the back door, right? Why did she then have the waiter go give like the heel back to the guy? No, I think the waiter just picked it up and gave it to her. Oh, gave or it gave to, it the to them. Why would the waiter do that then? Why would the waiter be like, here you go. Like, she left, but here's her shoe. Like, oh my God. <laughs> well, first of all. You dodged a bullet because if she's judging you based on your star sign, that's a little much. She doesn't know enough. Yeah, because everybody true. knows it's not just your star sign. It's true. It's true. You got to go into the whole chart. Mm-hmm. So fuck that bitch. It's true. Yeah, I don't. I think that's hilarious. I'm sorry that happened to you, Would but you that's do that? hilarious. Would I do that? No. Would you do that? If it, if the circumstances were different, like if the guy was like, um, I don't have a job and I don't plan on having a job, then yeah, I'd go out the back. No, but for his start, for his Absolutely star not. Sign. Absolutely not. I'm dating a Scorpio. You think I give a fuck about I feel like signs? I feel like we're very much like, I can fix it. Yeah. No, literally <laughs> we're like, okay, and what? Like, we don't care if you're an Aries and we all love three. Oh, hell no. <laughs> nah, anyway. <laughs> hey, maybe she's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no Gemini hate here. I don't know if you have Gemini hate. I feel like you do. No, I don't. Isn't One of my best ex- friends is a Gemini. I thought your ex is a Gemini. No. Nope. Never dated a Gemini. Anyways. Um, well, thank you for that story. It's absolutely That's my favorite one. I love that one. <laughs> Here's the next one. This is a common occurrence. This one says, went on a date with a guy and he called me his ex's name. <gasps> no. What is wrong with men calling no. out their exes on a first date? That should be rule number one. Know the girl's name. That's Jesus horrible. Christ. This one was my favorite. It said, the dude didn't have no car. 
Look, I'm here for people, you know, doing whatever they got to do, you know, working on their grind. I don't no. judge, but that's hilarious. No, there's this one. And it says, I went on a date, had dinner, movies. We're driving to his house to, um, you know, do the thing. <laughs> and when we got there, so the front, the front door opens and out comes his kids and his wife. <gasps> who he thought, in quotations, were out of town. Full disclosure, I did not know he was married and or had kids. Oh, my God. I think I'd have a heart attack. Imagine. I think I would initially I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm at the wrong house. And then when it all come to hit me, I don't even know what I would think. I could I can't imagine being in a position like that. I'd freak out. But that guy's an idiot. How do you not know where your wife and kids are at all times? People are stupid. That's what I'm saying. Like, how stupid can you be? Are you kidding me? Oh my Would you God. give a married man a chance? No, absolutely not. Mm. I'm not going to be that person. No. Be what? A home wrecker? Yeah. No. That's not me. If the marriage is already like that, it's not a home wrecker, babe. It's home improvement. Oh my <laughs> God. That's toxic. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, it's home improvement. Oh my God. Clearly there's a problem. That's horrible, but good. So what did you do? Did you leave? I know what happened. We need Did more you details. Stay in the car? This one was short. We would Did have wanted go somewhere more. Else? We need more info. It's true. Anyways, here's another one. Let's start at the beginning. Disclaimer, all names are fictional. Okay. I met Brandon, so-called Brandon, in the seventh grade through Facebook. He's been trying to get with me since seventh grade, on and off, flirting and whatnot. We never ended up anywhere, but he would continue to compliment me and... We would text off and on until I was in college. Keep in mind, I never met Brandon until I seen him in person. He went to a different school and I was three years and he was three years older than me. He followed a bunch of people I knew and a bunch and I followed a bunch of people he knew. We just never crossed paths in that time frame of us knowing each other. Freshman year of college, I decided to download Tinder and that was where I was going on strictly platonic dates. A couple swipes right, and I met this guy named Andrew. Let me tell y'all, he was so handsome to me. We went to Sonic, and I find out he he just got out of a relationship. Sonic's where it's at. <laughs> I was like, yikes. Okay, whatever. Anyways, Andrew and I were chatting, and he tells me he thought I was crazy because we didn't know each other. Um, how he's never heard of me. He asked his friends, roommates about me, and they have no clue who I am. Blah, blah, blah. That's already a red flag. Mm -hmm. Mm. Basically telling me he had no idea we lived this close to each other and he was aware of my existence. We get to know each other more. He drops me off and that's our first date. At this time, I'm still snapping Brandon and we're bickering and shit and he sends me pics of his living room telling me how he just moved to this new place and then I should visit him. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Meanwhile, I'm in La La Land with this other guy, Andrew, and for some damn reason, I'm noticing how the walls and the decor are starting to oh look a lot like Brandon's. God. So I'm like, hold the fuck up. What is going on? <laughs> Long story short, both men knew that they were chatting up with me the same time. Ew. I was the one who wasn't in the loop. Apparently, Andrew and Brandon both had been besties since middle school. Ew. What the hell's the point of that? To chat up the same girl that, like... The girl, one girl at the same time. What's the point? I think guys just want to be Eskimo brothers. Ew. That is so weird. That's awful. That's so weird. I'd be pissed. I hope she unleashed this crazy amount of rage towards them. Like when she figured it out, I hope 
the craziest shit happen because that's absolutely ridiculous. And for what? That's what I'm saying. For like, what? what outcome did you want from that? Those two guys, Andrew and Brandon, fictional names. But what did you want from that? Maybe they just wanted to like have a threesome or something. Some kind of game. Have something. sex with each other, but make it heterosexual. I don't know. That's what most people do. It's true. What the heck? <laughs> that is so weird. That is really annoying. I would lose my shit, honestly. Oh, I would unleash a crazy amount of rage. Imagine them fucking blaming it on her too. <gasps> Gaslighting? Yeah. No. You Ugh. didn't know. That's How could my you not piece it together sooner? Bullshit. Uh. Anyways. Let's move on to our next segment. Anyways. Those were some crazy stories. Those were some crazy our stories. Our viewers have been through it. Those are just some of the few stories that we got. <laughs> Those are the, the juiciest. We want to thank everybody for submitting their stories. On to our next segment of the episode. The X of the Week segment. Relationship oh. Edition. All right. Boom, boom, boom. Danielle, what is your first take of the week? So this week we're doing relationship themes. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start it with one of my, it's not like an ick where it's like, oh, I hate this. It's just like really concerning and it raises my eyebrow whenever I see it. When people are really, really like about their relationship and to the point where it's the only thing that like they, it's their entire personality. Like, their entire personality is, I'm in this relationship, and I am so good to my boyfriend, and I'm wifey material, or I'm husband material, and I worship the ground that they walk on. First of all, it's concerning, to me at least, because it's like, if that's the entire being that's you, like, it's all you post, that's all that's you talk your personality. about, that's your personality, it's concerning because it's like, you're compensating for mm -hmm. something. Your relationship is not all roses and rainbows if yeah. that's what you're trying to shove down everybody's throat all the time. You know, I see right through it. But it's just really annoying, like, to not have separation between you and your partner. Because in my opinion, you should live a life outside of you and your yeah, partner. Yeah, definitely. You can have a life with your partner, but you should also have time to be on your own and do things by yourself and have a life of your own. You don't need to have your partner there for every fucking thing you do. Yeah. I just think that's the wrong way to have a relationship, in my opinion. No, I totally agree. It's kind of weird when you see these people and they're just like... I feel like it's more women, though. That portray that? Yeah. Sure. Maybe I just see more hetero relationships. Yeah. Because I feel like queer relationships are not like that. <laughs> but yeah. I, I, I do see what you're talking about, where they're just kind of like, oh, this my man, this my man, that. This yeah. and that, we're like this. Right. But it's like, girl, who are you? That's what I'm saying. It's definitely what like... What do you do on your free time? Yeah. It's like, if that's the Hold only thing laundry, interesting about you... Make him food. There's no way. Watch him play video games? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just all ties back to you're compensating for something, like, and it's it's very evident. You know, it's very obvious. Like, if that's the only thing you can talk about, then it goes way deeper. Like, the guy who, like, people who cheat on their significant other, they're always the ones who are the loudest about their relationship. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, the, the people who get divorced and break up, they're always the ones who are like, my husband, my wife, this, da-da-da, we're so in love, we have a love story, da-da-da-da. It's always those types of people, mm. and it's really concerning. And it's a red flag to me whenever I see it. Same. Yeah. That's a good one. Thanks. I like that one. That was a good one. My ick of the week, I would say more into, like, me in a relationship. Mm -hmm. um, my ick of the week in a relationship is when they don't show me, like, PDA. <gasps> like, when they don't hold mm -hmm. your hand in public. Like, I don't need, like, 
full like you don't need to fill me up in this target line right now but i'm like you know like what do you mean you're not gonna hold my hand yeah what do you mean you're not gonna hug me like what do you why are you walking far away from me oh my god i hate that do you get what I'm saying? Oh, no. I'm exactly the same way. If Edgar's, like, that is my, behind me that in the is grocery store, ick. I get pissed. That's I'm like, my ick. I'm like, up. are we homeboys or are we, f- like, <laughs> what is it? You know what I'm saying? Because why are you not holding my hand? Do I, am I not, do I not look cute enough right now? Oh, I totally understand. Like, I'm crazy. Like, I don't need to be posted. I don't need to be, like, all of that, you know, this is not, I'm like, you better, I just, you better hold my fucking hand. Yeah. No, I If totally I say I want to kiss right now, you're, you better give me a fucking kiss. You know For, what I'm saying? Why would you not? Exactly. You know? That's But so it's different. Funny. I think it's just in public because I'm not going to do that in front of my family. Right. But like in public, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I want to feel cute. Like, I want to feel like, eh. You said, are we homeboys? <laughs> Right? <laughs> no, it's totally true. Right? Like, this yeah. is how I walk with my homeboys. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we walk to the gym. We're going to go ball up. So, you you got to hold my hand or something. Yeah. Anyways, that is mine. Oh, my God. What's another one of yours? Another one of mine. I'm going to switch over since you went into, like, dating icks and, like, when it comes to guys. Yeah. I'm going to go into dating icks as well. So, when I'm and this has definitely changed because I've been with Edgar for so long yeah. and my mentality of how I view relationships and mm-hmm. how I want to be loved has changed so drastically since I've been with him. Yeah. One of my ex is guys who are super, super corny. I call them corn balls. Oh my god. <laughs> so like guys who are just like lovey dovey and they just like say all these like corny things to you. Like I at one point, like five years ago, me, six years ago with me, would have ate that shit up, right? Yeah. But nowadays, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, who are you fooling here? Like, it's just corny, and it makes me cringe, and I don't like it, and it's an ick for me. So if a guy was ever like, oh, my God, like, I bet you really know how to cook. Like, that <gasps> looks so good on your Instagram. I'm like, ugh, cornball. Like, relax. Be chill, you know? I think that's my thing. If you're just not chill around me especially when it comes to that if you're spinning game and you're being hella corny no, but like insinuating you know how to cook because of that that's what i'm saying no i got good taste because i have money and <laughs> i can go out i postmated relax exactly <laughs> with your broke ass but yeah me. i think because edgar me and edgar now do it together whenever we see shit on twitter where guys are like just simping hardcore we send it to them like this fucking cornball i like, love that so yeah, my whole mindset has changed around like romance and you know saying sweet things. Not to say that Edgar just talks shit to me all day, but <laughs> he's definitely not a fucking cornball. Blink twice if you want out. <laughs> <laughs> no, same though. Yeah, I just think it's funny mm. and unattractive. Same though, because when I do that with my boyfriend, he'd be like, mm, "Fucking liar." <laughs> yeah. And vice be like, "Ew." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's your next ick my next ick is this actually relates to um people in relationships in general because Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm surrounded by a lot of people that are in relationships Mm -hmm. um a big ick for me is couples who argue in public like in in front of you oh my god in front of you has that ever happened to you oh my god yes (gasps) multiple times really like me like where i argue no where they are arguing in front of you and you're just in the middle of that Oh, my God. Uh, Because with me, it's like if I have an issue with my partner, Mm -hmm. we're going to act fake. And then when we get home, we're going to fucking rage. Oh, a thousand percent. We're going to we're going to let it all out. We're going to sit down on the couch and figure this out. Yeah. But what I think is like such a big ick and maybe people think I'm crazy, Mm -hmm. but like arguing in front of other people, like it doesn't 
like you don't get embarrassed Oh like my you God. don't get it like it's like and sometimes people will go all out and argue and i'm like screaming matches yeah and i'm like and then boom the next time you see them they're perfectly fine i'm like you guys can wash that out but like when i'm thinking of this like this is what i'm always going to think about it's embarrassing it's uncomfortable yeah and it's not productive you think you're really going to fix anything streaming at each other in front of your friends and, and if you think about it like if you wait until you get home and if it's really that important when you get home you'll have then time you'll to really down. talk about it exactly you know what i'm saying but and like there's some things that have happened but i'm like majority of the time i wait till i get home oh yeah but that is such a big ick for me because i first of all like why are you letting me in your business I don't need to. I don't need that to be is, here. That is, this is between so, you two. I don't want to know your business. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to put me in your business. Totally. And because you're not going to be in mine. No. So I. That's just a huge egg for me. Like, there is no reason for you to be arguing with your partner. Take them to the car. Smack them up in the bathroom. Absolutely. Well, go not home. That, but. <laughs> but whatever you do, like, it can wait. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. Edgar and I have this. Edgar has. That's one of Edgar's biggest things. He says if I ever picked a fight with him in public, like if I started screaming at him in front of our friends or in public, he would immediately break up with me because really? that's just like a huge no-no. You yeah, never do that. And I agree with him. I would never, ever like pick a fight in front of our friends or in public. Like it's just embarrassing. Yeah. I because nothing, do I don't know. Like, and if it is that serious, we got to go. Leave. We got to go. Yeah. If it's that fucking serious, get out. Because, yeah, because me, I mean, at least me and my partner know how to act right in public mm -hmm. situations. Right. So y'all could leave. We're still going to have fun. It's just courtesy at that point. Even if I'm by myself, we're still going to have fun. So right. there's no need for that. No. Do you get what I'm saying? No, a thousand percent. I totally agree with that statement. If It's just really uncomfortable. Listeners. Tell me what you think. Message me. Let me know. But that's a big ick for me. I'm fair enough. I feel very much uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And if I'm like, if I'm wanting to hang out with you, I don't want one. Rarely am I going to want to hang out with you and your partner. There's mm -hmm. a lot of partners where I don't want to hang out with them as couples. Unfortunately, you like them one or the other. Yeah. But there are those few. I have a few tight knit friends where, sure. I, you know, these couples are individuals mm -hmm. and I can hang out with both of them because mm -hmm. they are going to both contribute individually. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? To yeah, you? absolutely. So tell me what you guys think. Anyways, Danielle, your next ick. <laughs> what is your next ick? Going back to I'm, I'm not dating, but Theoretically, if I was dating and somebody did this, it would be a huge ick for me. Mm -hmm. It's when guys use two different types of emojis. It. These two emojis will immediately block. Done. Don't. I don't want to talk to you. I don't care how hot you are. Girl. If you use the purple devil emoji. Oh, my God. Or any of those fucking monkey emojis where it's like I covering his eyes emojis. or covering its mouth or covering its ears. I'm out. I'm out. That's childish. It's corny. Goes back to the cornball thing. I just don't like it. And it's like, who do you think you are? Like, I love emojis. Not those ones, though. I think I just sent you a monkey emoji this morning. You sent you sent one, and I was like, oops. <laughs> I was looking to talk Courage. about it. <laughs> no, that's different. That's different. No, though. yeah. If you're like spitting game with monkey emojis, get out. I don't. Use, I don't need emojis to spit game. Period. Exactly. Reevaluate. If you're using emojis to convey emotion when you're spitting game to a girl reevaluate yourself you know fix it devil emoji eggplant emoji <laughs> <laughs>
That's my last ick. I just can't stand it. I think it's corny. But anyways, that concludes our ick segment. Let's move on. Our next segment of the episode is the house seat. <laughs> I've been scared of the house I've been seat. It. Anyways. <laughs> All right, Danielle. You started us off with okay. the house seat. Okay, so just a reminder, these are questions that Omar and I have prepared, and we have no idea what the other is about to ask right now. And we have to be completely honest. I'm about to ca- we're about to catch each other off guard. I have no idea. I could have went deep, and Omar could have went deeper, and vice versa. Like, I have no frame of reference. Okay, Danielle. My first one. Who was your first kiss with, and what was it like? My first kiss? Mm-hmm. It was with a girl, and I was 10, and it was at my grandma's house. Oh, my God. I thought it was going to be juicier. No, it was not juicy at all. <laughs> do we know the girl? No, I don't remember her name. Anyways, <laughs> next. Okay, I'm just going to do all of mine and then yeah. do all of yours. Okay, what is a relationship deal breaker for you? Oh, a relationship deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Fuck, that's a really good one. I would say, oh, you know what? Somebody that cannot get along with my family. Oh, that's a good one. You know, um. Yeah. My siblings have had partners. I would say one of my sisters has had a partner where <laughs> they, um, their partner just did not really want to contribute or kind of hang around us. Mm-hmm. But for me, that is one thing that it's like, if you cannot um, converse with my family, adapt to my family, because um, that's what I do. No, yeah, absolutely. that is that is a big deal for me. Like, I am not gonna have, I'm not gonna be with somebody that is gonna go to like my family, like Thanksgiving or Christmas, mm-hmm. sit in the corner and wait for us to get home, no. or beg me to come out, or even pull me in to where I'm not speaking with my family. Right. So that is a huge deal breaker for me. Yeah, that I get that. I totally right? understand that. And your family's not hard to get along with. They're not. So like, if you can't get along with your family, it's like something's wrong i would understand if there's like some history behind it if there is like some things that have happened in the past Mm -hmm. that i complete completely understand but like from the get-go from the beginning Mm -hmm. you want to like you know put yourself to the side and kind of just wait until we can go home or you need to be somewhere else like you can't enjoy your time with my family that is a complete no yeah because i love spending time with my family right my family's fun. And that's what I'm saying. Why would you not get along with your family? My family's fun, right? They're so easy to get along with. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. The next one is, who is the most annoying couple on your timeline? The no, the most annoying couple on my timeline. <laughs> well, to be fair, I do unfollow a lot of couples. <laughs> so. What was the most recent unfollow? Um, The most. Ooh, it wasn't a couple. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Um, let's see. This girl and her dog. Her dog? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> thought that was funny, huh? Tell another one. Um, oh, you know what? You know what? I will say this, uh, this couple, it's a TikTok couple. His name's Ralphie Perdomo and his girlfriend. He's like, um, a TikTok micro-influencer and I think he's absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I like, I love him. I want, I'm like in love with him. And he always posts his girlfriend and I literally am about to unfollow him <laughs> because she's a gym rat just like him. And I think that's gross. Gym rat couple. Yeah. You're so but I don't know anybody that. personally. Um, oh I'm trying to think. There's not one couple that's like just overtly annoying on mm. your timeline. Mercury's in retrograde and nobody posts in their couple pictures. Ooh! <laughs> 
No, I think that's it. What's the next one? Here's my last one. Is there a couple that you think does not look good together? A couple I think does not look good together? Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, no. Yes. <gasps> Who? I'm going to bleep it out. Yeah, cover your mouth. <laughs> and her boyfriend. Oh, my God. I need to see pictures. Yeah, I think it's so cringe. Really? Yeah. Is I don't it because, know. like... Love her, but I don't... I think it's weird. <gasps> Why is it weird? Oh, you know what? I do know of another couple. Who? Oh, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And his girlfriend. I just saw that. Right? Yeah. She's ugly. I, yeah. But so is he. It's true. Maybe they were, they're meant to be together then. I don't, I think it's gross. (laughs) So that was the last of my hot seat questions. (laughs) Are you ready? Are you ready for yours? Don't be a bitch. All right. What is the last lie you told? Um. So one of our one of my friends, he asked if we wanted to go to like this warehouse sale that he had rights to because he's a student. And I really didn't want to go. Mm. It was like for a sports outdoor sports like store. And I was like, I don't have business wearing outdoor sports clothing. Like I'm good. But I don't want to just say that. All right. So I was like, what's the time and date? Oh, no, I'm busy that day. I can't. That was the last lie I told. Bitch. <laughs> I just don't want to be rude and be like, no, I'm good. Sorry about it. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever told me I looked good when I didn't? There was this one Coachella look of yours that I said was good, but I didn't really love. Which one? It was the one with the fringe vests and those brown pants. <gasps> I didn't like it. I love that I'm look. Sorry, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And I was there when you bought the vest and, or the pants. And I was like, yeah, cute. And I, I, I thought about it later and I was like, I didn't like You're it. You're a fake ass bitch. <laughs> that's, li- that's literally like my favorite Coachella I'm look. I'm so sorry. Wow. <laughs> What's next? How would you define me to a stranger? You to a stranger? I would say um, your stranger. Strong-willed, you're hardworking, and... Am I hardworking? I think so. I absolutely think so. (laughs) (laughs) You said, I'm a lazy piece of shit. I don't know where you're getting that information. Um, But strong-willed, hardworking, and hilarious. Period. Those are the three things that immediately come to mind when I would describe you. (gasps) Ooh, okay. Which one of your friends do you like the least? Let me say that again. Which one of your friends do you like the least? I'll just give you two here and say the one friend that I really didn't like and that I was kind of iffy about because she was had no boundaries with my boyfriend. I already broke that off. Who? <gasps> she had no boundaries with your boyfriend? Like, I can see that, though. Yeah. So that, that's been broken off. But she was my... I hold on to... Like, I swallowed it for a while. I was like, you know what? Like, Bitches I'm just friendly. crazy. No, I just contributed to me being crazy, but now we're not friends anymore, and I'm really glad that we're not. Huh. But yeah, that's my that was my least favorite friend, but not a friend anymore. <laughs> I love oh, all my friends. That concludes our hot seat for this episode. <laughs> oh and now for the last segment of today's episode. Relationship Q and A. Are you we're ready gonna be for this? answering your questions. Are you ready for this? Y'all need our help. Okay. Let's see. Our first question. How do you tell your significant other to be better with their hygiene without hurting their feelings? Oh, my God. <gasps> oh 
my god that is an intense question that's so sad how do you tell your significant other to better their hygiene without hurting their feelings this would be my plan of action i would just encourage them to take on my habits i'd be like we should brush our teeth together and floss together every night i think that'd be super cute (laughs) do you want to try this new deodorant it's like for men and women like you could totally get in on this oh my god that is horrible (laughs) in the beginning but if i was three years in and i was dating somebody who had no like hygiene first of all it would never get to that point but if it did you know for for argument's sake for this question i would just be like look you got to fix this that's true (gasps) At some point, you got to be real with them. Otherwise, like, what are you dancing around? You know, if you're dating this person, you should be able to have conversations like that with them. Because if you can't tell them to wear deodorant, how are you going to have any type of tough conversation with them over serious shit? You know what I mean? Yeah, that is that's a tough one. That was a really good one. Thanks. Anyways, what about you? You're not going to answer it. I'm going to say, you know what? I am a tough lover and um, I don't know. That's hard. You wouldn't be like, you fucking stink. No, I wouldn't be like, you stink. I'd be like... <laughs> You're stinky. <laughs> you stinky butt. <laughs> <laughs> How do you tell your significant other that they smell? Without um, hurting their feelings. Without hurting their feelings. I think they would respect I don't th- it if I don't, real, though. Yeah, I don't think there's any way to go about that genuinely without hurting their feelings. Or embarrassing them. Yeah, I mean, I'd be like, hey, you know... Let's get in the shower. Let's do this. Let me scrub you. Yeah. Let me try it. Well, because I shower with my boyfriend every day. Every day? Yeah. Okay. Together. And we scrub each other. Wow. So maybe make that a habit. Maybe kind <laughs> of be like, oh, yeah, let's get in there. Show them how to shower. Get in. The, like I get said. Get in the shower together. Get Show them, them how to shower. Get them in your routine. Get them in your routine. Be like, you swipe my armpits, I'll swipe yours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to do yours you a little harder. You want to share this floss? anyways we hope that helped let's see what's next all right next me and my girl argue a lot any advice we have a child but lately there's been a lot of arguments okay here's my advice fuck the child oh (laughs) no just kidding you have a child together and you're arguing a lot lately um from my experience a root of A lot of arguments, if not all arguments, is because of communication. Yeah. Because you don't know how to communicate to each other. And this could be because you're both stubborn or because one person is reacting emotionally and the other one doesn't know how to read emotion very well. My advice would be to sit there, listen to what your partner has to say, hope that they have the patience to do the same for you and listen to what you have to say and try to meet in the middle. No fight should end in, you're wrong, I'm right, apologize. It should end in, look, we have to meet somewhere in the middle here. We have to get to a middle point to where we're both happy with this outcome because you can't end an argument with, you know what, I was wrong and, no, I was right and you were wrong. So apologize and we'll call it even. And the other person grudgingly says, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's not smart. You have to meet in the middle for everything. It's true. It's true. If there's some arguing, there's miscommunication going on. Always. So let's figure out what the miscommunication is. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it is it reasonable? Mm-hmm. I think. Are these arguments reasonable when... Is there something, is there an outcome of it? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes people just argue to argue it's and true. there's no actual meaning behind it. Yeah. 
Are you sad? Are you depressed? Is it something with your child? Are you not stepping up enough? Is there some actions? And also sometimes really just touch grass, literally. Literally go touch grass. Like to go on go on for a walk. Like for me, it's like if I am overwhelmed, I just go to the park mm-hmm. um, and like disconnect. But obviously having that child is is a lot harder. That's that's honestly I don't know how to answer that just because. Ooh. Well, you have a child. I have a dog. Yeah. And it's a lot of attention. <laughs> we and I you remember, don't see eye to eye with your partner all the time. Oh, absolutely. We me and Edgar argue about like how we want to raise Oslo exactly. and like be a dog parent to him. Like genuinely, we have arguments about like what we should and shouldn't do. But it's a point of like I said, compromise. Look, I'm not gonna make Edgar completely, you know, do everything I want to, and yeah. I wouldn't want him to settle with everything that I want either, because that's mm. not fair. That's not how a relationship should yeah. work. So I just say work on compromising and communication, please. I love that. Yeah. Anyways, what's next? I'll read it. Yeah. <laughs> the one guy who submitted the Gemini. Oh, yeah. He said, the guy I not share my birthday anymore? The guy who <laughs> submitted the story about being a May Gemini <laughs> said, should I not share, share my, my birthday, birthday anymore? anymore? No, I think it's exciting. I think definitely share your birthday. Why wouldn't you? If that if there is somebody who clearly feels a certain way about Gemini's, it's a good thing you shared your birthday on the first date. Imagine you guys didn't bring anything up in months later. I feel like it's just one of those easy talking points that you have to get out the way on your first date. Like it doesn't yeah, to but it's people. like it's also kind of childish. Like if you're running away from a Gemini no, it totally is. It's, it's, not, about her. it's not an adult. Yeah. Next so, question. I would definitely talk about your birthday. I think it's fun. <laughs> That's a funny one. It's funny. Anyways. <laughs> Ooh. This next question. I live with my girlfriend and I love her, but she can be such a discri- distraction from me being productive with work. And I don't know how to fix it because she's my favorite distraction. Oh, well, first of all, that's so cute. Good for you. I would say remove yourself from your house. I would say go to a place. Um, if you're trying to get things done, I remove myself from my house mm-hmm. because my boyfriend is also a very big distraction for me. Not even if like he's trying to be. Yeah. I just cause sometimes I'm just like, hey, like, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm no, saying? Totally. So for me, it's like I love to zone out and go to a place where I know I can't easily walk home. Like, I will not go downstairs to the lobby or, like, the little room. Like, mm-hmm. I, I literally need to remove myself, go to a coffee shop, go to um, a library yeah. to get things done. Because it's very important. There's an end goal there. Right. And and if you cannot tell your partner, like, maybe you can tell your partner and they cannot understand that uh, and you still want to be there, I would just remove yourself from the house. Like, I would make it a habit to... Okay, I'm going to come home, I'm going to grab my things, and then I'm going to go here and finish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the easiest thing to do. Yeah, because maybe your partner will take it a negative way. Maybe they'll change. Yep. Maybe they will not like the way you're addressing them. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I've done it, and I just remove myself from my home. Yeah. Because easily, you can always go to the next room. They come in, or you come in, and I'm very easily distracted. <laughs> so I personally... <laughs> go to a different space where right. I know that I'm going to be so in tune with my work and just turn off my phone or put on do not disturb that I cannot be distracted. What about you? For me, it's a very different answer. 
I, me and Edgar both work from home most yeah. of the time. So, but you have learned that cohesiveness. Correct. We have had time to learn and adjust, but we got to that point by establishing boundaries. Yeah. So when me and Edgar were, we were together in college and college, like it's a lot more work. You have a lot more to do. We had established in college, like, look, I love you. And you know, I do want to spend time with you, but when I am working on something, leave me alone. Yeah. And you have to be clear and very adamant about those boundaries because then you'll end up presenting each other if you don't. Mm Mm-hmm. I think we work in the same room now and it doesn't serve as a distraction because we've just established that boundary for so long. Like when I'm working, don't bother me. And I'm the same way. When I'm working, don't touch me. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Wow. And we're very good about it. I think it's because we both prioritize work so much. We were, we're both, you know, school driven and career driven that it is so easy for us to like unplug from each other and plug into work just because that's, what's most important to us right now but what if only one partner is plugged into work and the other isn't i would say sit your partner down and hopefully they are just as understanding and say look this is a priority for me right now i really want to work on this and tie them in i want to work on this for the both of us you know this is for an outcome for us and i just really need space when i'm focused and when i'm working i'd really appreciate that from you you know don't be a bitch about it and be like you need to leave me the fuck alone when i'm working be like look you know like i need this time you know i'm happy to be here and i'm happy that you're accessible to me at all times but i really want to put energy into this and i'd really appreciate if you know, we created some sort of boundary. That's it. Uh, I conversate, like I said, communication. It's mm. that easy. Anyways, nice answer. Thanks. Next question. On to something a little bit more heart, like lighthearted. Okay. Best way to slide in the DMs and how to keep a conversation interesting while texting somebody. Do's and don'ts on a date and the best place to take somebody on a date. Ooh, that was like three questions. I know. Jesus what? Christ. Hold up. All right. <laughs> let's start with best way to slide in the DMs and how to keep an in conversation interesting okay while texting somebody my advice to that whenever my friends were like in talking stages with their current boyfriends they'd stress out about something like this you know like what do i talk about you know how do i present myself and my advice always is to literally not care about those things like do not put so much pressure it's like i don't want to sound like this i don't want to seem crazy i don't want to talk about this like i want to seem like this cool mysterious girl like who gives a fuck Like, if you are really interested in this guy and you want, or girl, and you want this to go somewhere, be your fucking self. Like, stop trying to portray yourself. You're not. Like, if you're a crazy, talkative person who talks about stupid shit, be that person with this person you're DMing. And if they're not feeling it, then they're not right for you. Don't try to form yourself to be, like, this cool, chill person Mm -hmm. because you'll hope it'll get you somewhere. Like, there's no, I just, there's no point in that. Yeah, I like that. Um, I would say first, obviously find that connection because mm-hmm. it's true. It's like you don't want to come off as somebody you're not. Exactly. For me, I like meet people in similar air, er- not similar areas. Basically, what I mean by that is with similar interests. Go to places that you like and meet people there. That's good advice. Yeah. Because if you meet people in similar places like things that you actually enjoy they're there as well because they enjoy them Mm -hmm. and one thing leads to another and 
more than likely you guys probably like a lot more things and so i think it's a lot easier to slide into the dms of somebody that you know shares some similar interests with you Mm -hmm. than just a completely random person that you fond don't force anything you know what i'm saying yeah but I would say, like, if you're just trying to, like, mack a little game, <laughs> I love the one where it's, like, oops, my ball rolled into your DMs. Oh, my God. And then the girl goes, she sends a picture of a flat ball, and she's like, well, don't let it happen again. <laughs> I think, I love to be funny. I think what a lot of people, when, like, they're texting and trying to slide into the DMs, I think mm-hmm. people are scared of rejection. Yeah. And they're scared of, um, you know, somebody not understanding their humor but for me it's like continue continue doing it do not be let down if somebody does not understand your humor be okay with rejection be okay with rejection Mm -hmm. and for those guys who continuously text and hit up my homegirls in the dms (laughs) even though they don't reply (laughs) for 10 times stop doing it we're not talking about you We're talking about the guy shooting his first shot. We're not talking about the guys who continuously slide up DM creeps. Oh, my God. Anyways, we hope that helped. And the best place to take somebody out on a date. I think somewhere we can just talk. Not the movies. Not the movies for sure. Maybe somewhere we can have a bit of fun. I would say brunch. Oh, yeah. I would say brunch. It's lighthearted. It's not as serious as a dinner. Yeah, because why do you have to take somebody to dinner for the first time? That seems serious. I would say, yeah, I would say brunch. It's fun. It's lighthearted. It's daytime. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's usually women feel a lot more comfortable going out during the day. So I would say brunch. I would say a nice brunch spot, not with crazy music. Um, And you get to, you know, have good food. You get to talk. Yeah. I love a good brunch. I think brunch is so fun, and I think it's different. I think everybody, mainly a lot of these cis men have that idea of where, oh, I have to take her to dinner, yeah. or it has to be something in the night, right. or it has to be, you know, after hours. Just somewhere chill. Go to brunch. Go to the zoo. That's a Do good an one. activity. Do an activity. An activity is fun because it can Do break an, up yeah. tension. Do an escape room. Ooh, I you love You know what that. I'm saying? Yeah. An escape room shows... How you are under pressure. How you are under pressure. You could make or break a date if you take him to an escape room. Right? Because like... That's it. What is your first day going to be like a a boring dinner spot? No. Like you're going to be like... oh, Where they can keep it chill. Yeah. Remember on our first date when we went to this place and we did this activity? I would love that. Would you like that? I I think it'd be really fun to see somebody you don't know under pressure. Because escape rooms, like you're under pressure and you're thinking and you're on your feet. Like... If a guy was acting a fool at an escape room, then I would know immediately. I wouldn't have to go to three or four dates to figure it out. Yeah. Like, you see somebody under pressure and all of that. That's a good one. Anyways, that was a good one. Escape room. There you go. Escape room. (laughs) Anyways, next one. Does your partner's sex matter? Yeah. Wow. That's (laughs) it? Just a simple answer? Nothing else? I don't know. It does matter. Like, I think that intimacy is a huge part of any relationship like you need to be able to be intimate with your partner and that is a huge aspect in maintaining longevity of a relationship um so i think that putting time into it and not treating it as a chore not treating it as like this one time thing is really important what about you i agree (laughs) it matters no i definitely agree it does matter um because you know those endorphins you got to fill those endorphins. It's true. <laughs> Anyways, next question. What keeps your relationship strong? I think what keeps a relationship strong is being truthful. Yes. Being, prioritizing the relationship 
and constantly working on it. The work is never done in a relationship. You are constantly improving, constantly being a better partner to whoever you're dating. I think just keeping that mindset that there is always room for growth is the important thing to know when thinking long term with somebody. And I think especially for younger couples, it's like you are not your final self. No. As an individual. Absolutely not. And as a couple. As an individual, you still need to find your individuality, especially for people who are young and dating. I think that's very hard is that you, we kind of get into these relationships when we're young Mm -hmm. and we kind of forget, like not forget, but we kind of stall our development of our individuality. You should grow together. You should grow together. Yeah. And individually. Absolutely. So I think that's what's really important. One, and I think another thing that's really important is communication, doing things together. I think for me, I think a big factor for me is um, finding a lot of similar interests that we want to do and keep going them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be at the house all day watching movies. Or mm-hmm. I don't want to be stuck inside. I want to go do activities and I want to do, I want to have new adventures with my partner so that way we can both experience new things and we can both reflect on them. I think that's when me and my partner are kind of at our most genuine happiness is when we are both experiencing something both new that we've never done because we both have each other there. Yeah. You know, to reflect on it and also to be there with each other. So I would say that is just kind of the funness of it all is really you have somebody there to do all these activities, to do these little adventures, to, you know, be your sidekick in the sense. And I think for me, that's what's really important. That's what I would say. Definitely having shared interests and bonding over those. Like you have to make sure that what you find fun and what you enjoy is similar to what your partner enjoys. Otherwise you're both going to be, you know, at an odds. I love that. That's our, that's our answer. I love that. (laughs) Anyways, that wraps up our Q and a for this episode. Those were some good questions. They were deep questions. Oh, my God. Those were deep. So that wraps up the end of the episode, guys. That was it. That was our last segment for the episode. Yep. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, Next week, what are we talking about, Omar? Next week, we're going to be talking about the trials and tribulation of friendship. Ooh, we're going to talk about frenemies, ex-best friends. We're going to get into some nitty-gritty details. Fake friends, fans. Ooh. Oh, my God. Ooh. Anyways, so that is going to be our episode for next week. We hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Please make sure to review us, subscribe, um, listen. And make sure you follow all of our socials at President's Club Podcast. Linktree is in the Instagram bio. We drop every single Monday. Yeah. And I think that's it. All right. Meeting Meeting adjourned. adjourned. Bye, guys. Bye.